Welcome to the Nahrain Network podcast series. The Nahrain Network works to build research capacity for the sustainable development of cultural heritage in Iraq and its neighbours. The Nahrain Network is funded by the UK Arts and Humanities Research Council and the Global Challenges Research Fund. My name is Mihyar Kavam and today we'll be speaking with Ali Mahzoumi, one of the four successful candidates to the Nahrain Network's Visiting Iraqi Scholarship Scheme. Thank you for coming to our office here today at UCL. Hello. What do you do in Iraq? Cultural tourism in Iraq. Through the project Bill Weekend, uh, the project that I started two years ago as a, a movement or as activity to encourage Iraqis, the young Iraqis, to visit the heritage sites in Iraq. But then within weeks, uh, I saw the uh, demand on the the impact of the weekend, uh, Iraqi people that um, they want to visit even more and more to other sites. Uh, more people would like to join the, the, the trips. So we thought to start a startup of uh, Bill Weekend. So Bill Weekend is a cultural tourism agency or company? We could call it as a small company uh, that operates uh, tourism in Iraq for Iraqis mainly. Uh, we take them to heritage sites, to museums, to the attractions in, in Iraq. Uh, and we, we call it Bill Weekend uh, because the only free time of the young Iraqis and the Iraqis in general is uh, during the weekend time. Uh, it's not... Uh, so these are short trips? These are not... I mean, how long are your trips to, to these sites? Some, some of the trips one day. Uh, or two days over the weekend. Well, what kind of sites are we speaking about? Well, we are speaking about Babylon, Ur, Ahwar, and the, the marshes. Well, we have four marshes in Iraq, but mainly we take people to two. The one in Misan, Hor Lehweza, and the one in Nasriya, Hor Chibayish. Also, we take Iraqis to Agarguf, uh, Taysafun. This is in Baghdad? Uh, nearby Baghdad and the old Abbasid palace and Mustansriya schools in, in, the, in the middle of old Baghdad. Uh, also to the museums, Iraqi museum, Baghdadi museum. And then during the, the weekends, uh, we, we started to develop not only like we take Iraqis there, but we do it with activities, with the musical performance, classic musical performance, uh, traditional dance uh, like Chobi uh, and also a lot of activities, fun and educational activities. Uh, we also have a team of professional photographers who document that documents the the trips, also with videograph. You can say that through the weekend we created or we built the bridge between the neglected heritage sites for the last decade and uh, revive the Iraqis to visit that places. Mm. Now we see the impact in Nasriya, for example, uh, Ur and uh, Ahwar. Uh, every weekend you can see 500 people that visiting as a local destination for, uh, for locals. But if you compare before 2016, before the weekend start, uh, no one would uh, go to Ur because they don't know about it. But the way that we marketed the the sites, the destinations in, in Iraq through the social media platforms, the people started to know about it, just would like to go 
uh, when they saw the photos that we have taken, the videos and the activities. Uh, so they got motivated. Also, it motivated the other uh, companies, the, the operator companies, the local ones, to compete with us. Mm. Uh, but the, the, the main goal is the, to revive the, the cultural tourism in Iraq, or to, the, the, to the south especially, uh, because we already have to the north to see the nature of beautiful Iraqi Kurdistan. But uh, now we can find Iraqis during the winter go to the south and during the summer they visited the, the, the north. Uh, so I say, so I think uh, contributed in reviving the tourism in Iraq. Mm. Call it Bill Weekend because also like uh, advocacy, because in the beginning uh, all the heritage sites where they have a holiday, they off during uh, Friday and Saturday, which is the weekend in Iraq. But then when we start to uh, operate Friday and Saturday, and the government realized that there, has, there is a lot of demand to, from people to visit that sites, they change the policy and they make, them, they, they make the sites open during, and they sold a lot of tickets, a lot of uh, entry tickets. So they found it like a good resource of revenue. Mm. Now you can see all the sites are open during the week. What kind of infrastructure uh, exists in, on these sites? In the beginning, uh, we faced this problem in Babylon because there were no guides. Now you can see like 10 tour guides and all their they employees in the Ministry of uh, Tourism and Culture. So I think uh, we are facing the problem of tour guides. Uh, public toilets, uh, you can't find uh, trash cans. There is no signs to mm. to teach you the way, mm. where the temple is, where the Ishtar gate is. Sites needs like audio guides mm. as well. Uh, there is no souvenir shop. There is no, uh, like, uh, it's not the infrastructure that you would think of if you compare it with any other, uh, heritage sites worldwide. But I think uh, we, we started uh, one step forward, so I'm still looking for contributing in the other steps and cooperating with the stakeholders, with the, with the other companies and NGOs uh, to cooperate. What can be done from the Iraqi government to improve tourism in Iraq? From practical experience, uh, we need facilitating the procedures of Iraqi visa, tourist Iraqi visa. Uh, we need more infrastructure like the roads uh, to get maintained. Also, we need more uh, uh, facilitating the investment for private sector to start like uh, to build hotels, uh, even small hotels, it could be okay. Uh, public awareness. We need more an mm. education in the society at that uh, cities where the uh, heritage sites uh, in, uh, like Nasriya, Babylon again, and Taysafun. I mean, uh, changing cultural policy of the sites. I mean. Uh, the way of selling entry tickets, the way of uh, the way of uh, prepare the groups before the entering site. Also, in other places like Uruk, 
you you still need the road uh, with at least made with wood uh, if you compare it with ur you can see ur now is more prepared to welcome visitors than orok uh, and the two are uh, major sumerian cities and uh, two of them are world heritage sites so the government should uh, change more about uh, the cultural policy as well i mean the site policy uh, changing laws as well and legislations about uh, how people can uh, make use of the uh, heritage sites in, in that places in nasriya for example 90% of people of nasriya they they don't know where ur is and how important and what was for uh, why do you think that's the case 90% they didn't visit it it's because of lack of education like like uh, lack of awareness mm. uh, also in the in the way of leading you to ur you will find many checkpoints one for the oil field nearby one for the prison one of the biggest prisons in iraq other ones for the airport of nasriya so Uh, I think if they change the the routes, the roads to that places to the oil field or to the, and they just keep this road to our site, it would be uh, amazing and more like shops, restaurants nearby, uh, build ho- new hotels, more hotels. I mean, just to change the 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 city to more touristic, more attractive. Yeah. Uh, I think this is not only the government problem, also the private sector. But again, the private sector needs more uh, facilitates, more uh, uh, exceptions from the government to, to more support. More support, yes, more support and more trust and uh, and I think this will be an amazing solution. It will create a lot of uh, job opportunities. Uh, will create uh, like uh, a trust between the people and the private sector and the government at the same time also will reduce the corruption well on that note thank you for coming into the Nahrain network today at UCL um, I wish you luck with your project and we look forward to seeing you again here in London thank you thank you thank, thank you very much